in the grotto pod. I am in the grotto pod. Bridget is in the grotto pod. It's mm-hmm. just us in the grotto pod. And even though I'm here, I sound a little tinny even to my own ears. Maybe it's just you. <laughs> Maybe I'm a little tinny. I have been gone. A tinny isn't something I don't think anyone's ever described no, me as. I was, you know, it that, made me laugh, actually, as soon as I said Matt it. Rosen. He's kind of tinny. He's a little tinny. This week, uh, we have a, another... I don't even know if we should call these special shows anymore because they come up with, with such alarming regularity that their specialness I look forward to, to them. Low. For one thing... Yeah, you don't get interrupted. Well, well I interrupt you. rather than one. Yeah. I rarely get interrupted. I think I do mostly interrupting. Sorry about that. I was raised wrong. But it's <laughs> cool in here. It's cooler in here. I, of course, I am a little still residual hot from the mm. stress echo test I had this morning. Oh, yeah, but you're okay. Rosen's heart is okay. So far, Rosen's heart okay. Rosen, uh, you know, kind of kicked butt on the treadmill. Hey, Did you really? I said, you can stop now, but you can keep going if you feel like it. I said, give me another minute. Just to feel good this is or my because they today. were? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. How long is it? Well, it was only 13 minutes, but it's increased. Uh, they increased the speed and the incline. slope incline. Mm-hmm. So by the end, you're huffing and puffing pretty oh, hard. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it, I, I didn't know you ran. I don't. Wow. I don't I'm run. impressed. Yeah, I was out of breath, but I was like, I will not be out of breath. They will not see me be out of breath. I don't run either because both my heels hurt so badly I can barely walk. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you just complete an Ironman triathlon? That would probably be the source of my heel problem. Oh, now you've got heel problems. Anyways, listeners, uh, the thing is it's just us in case you haven't figured that out yet or if we have a mute guest. We could just pretend that we go for a whole hour saying, Oh, my God, we should totally do that. today is <laughs> we should do that Marceau. And do nothing but interrupt them. Our guest is trapped inside of a box right now. It's a glass box. <laughs> <laughs> but Easily today, amused, we call that. Uh, today, since we've got your time and you've got us, oh, we yeah. thought, uh, you know, we like to get together occasionally and, and just talk writer to writer, since BQ's fond of reminding me that I'm a writer. Larry uh, publishes a column twice a month. Which he I always forget. publishes more than anyone I know. <laughs> I forget that I do that. And yet he's constantly saying to me, like, I got to do something. I got to do this. Do I got to do that. I'm like, you are writing these things uh, yeah, that come out, presumably. Uh, and they are tied into my other podcast, the Is It Good for the Jews podcast. Oh, that's handy. Professionally. Does that help your ratings? I hope so. I think it gets more people. I mean, it's getting exposed to more people, I think. I have a story about more people. Or about uh, people listening. Would you like to share it now? About to, mine, is this an on-air story or an off-air story? This is an on-air. Do I want to tell on-air? Yeah. I want to tell it on-air. Okay, yeah. lay it on me. Okay. So, and our listeners. Okay, well, first of all, worth saying that we had an author party at the Grotto last week. Which will tie into, let's just get this out of the way here, yeah. our, our theme today of this You and Me podcast. I want to talk about community. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and sort of use that as a jumping off point to talk about readings. Seeing as though Litquake begins, I believe this will air in the middle of Litquake. Yep. So if you've taken a little time out of your busy Litquake schedule to listen, we're going to help you out and uh, remind you why you're going to all these readings. There is so much happening starting this weekend. Starting with Kidquake, which I saw some people on Facebook had uh, posted they're going to go see a little Kidquake activity. I am hoping to go Saturday night. Uh, This will have already happened. Sorry, everybody. To see Chris Krause talking about her book about Kathy Acker. Oh, Oh, I saw that one. I will be at a wedding Saturday. Or I guess I should say I was at a wedding Saturday. So I will It already happened. We're talking to ourselves in the future. Or we're talking from the future. Oh, man. If I could talk to future me. I think Oh my god, this is an unrelated story, but my phone rang. My cell phone. Yeah. It was sitting yeah. on the counter. Was it Russia? It was me. Whoa. It said Bridget Quinn. <laughs> so I answered 
<laughs> in case I don't even know what to do with this. In case it was you calling for the was, future. I was home alone. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is the most professional podcast you've ever done. And my uh, kid thinks I'm crazy, but there was no one there. Surprise. What does that mean? You're dead in the future? I, I just don't think it was me. Oh. I figured it was either me from the future or possibly Jesus, but it was neither. I hope future me never calls. Or if they do call, I hope I'm doing really great. Yeah, exactly. Or they give me some great piece of information that will yeah. turn everything around. Oh my to God, tell me too. our listeners about oh, the party oh, that the party. I missed. Just circling back circling to the party. Circling back to community. Now, a, the grind, Larry didn't come. I didn't come. And you know, community, though, it, you know... Sometimes it doesn't seem like community is a big deal at the Grotto because day to day, people are kind of filing in and out. And you can come here. Like sometimes I'll come here and I won't see another person. It'll kind of freak me out a little bit because I'll think, shoot, I need to set the alarm and I don't know the code. But, oh, that's the worst. So I'll always do a little sweep. Like, okay, yeah. there's at least one other person. So you here. can leave. So I can leave. Yeah. And I quickly leave. Well, yes, I, I do got, that too. I think i got to get out of here I before that. <laughs> I do that same thing. Uh, but community is kind of a big deal here. Um and it's definitely something that we're cognizant of. Yeah. I don't know how you can't be. It's in your face all the time. Right. And even, you know, even when... And I mean that in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And even, you know, if, if you're you're sort of a... You know, I often feel like a peripheral member of the grotto because I'm not here that much, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I got no books to show off. But even in that case, I find when you're not at the grotto and you're in other places... Yeah. Even I will hype it up to people and go, yeah, it's this great deal, man. We like, you just go there. I shake my head at you always when you say that about the book thing. I it's didn't have a book for the moving, first... You're like the Brett girl moving your hair I around, am. shaking I your do. I have, I have very clean hair. Uh, first of all, I didn't have a book for the first six years I was here, and mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. I thought about how psyched I was to be around people. Well, even me. What did I just come to you with? I don't know. I said I got an idea, and I don't oh, yeah. know what to do with it. Oh, right. And what do you do with it? Mm-hmm. You just tell everyone here. Tell everyone here, and they'll have awesome advice. Mm-hmm. You know how many books have come out of people saying, what should I do with this? And is that people other than Ethan? Because it seems to be it every week be someone comes into this little Ethan. studio and says, Ethan Waters changed my life. Yeah, that has happened several times. That mm-hmm. has happened several times. Yeah. We need to get Ethan Waters back on this podcast. Yeah, we're going to have to ask him. I wonder yeah. if he knows the impact he's had on people's lives. Not I'll, just the grotto, not just founding the grotto, but just right. specific books. And I'll, I wonder, and I actually want to say that over and over because probably listening right now are people who are familiar with his books, having read his stuff, mm-hmm. and have no idea. The, they just oh, he's just a guy who writes books. Right. Gonna read the other things he's doing for the writing community. Right. Okay, so to circle back to community. Oh, yeah. So, um, well, first of all, you, I could have gone to an event every night this week. Yeah. I mean, there were so many book events. Matthew Zapruder was at City Lights oh, last Tuesday. And Julie Lithcott-Hames had her book launch on Sunday. Today is what day is today? Today is Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, and that was yeah, amazing. Yeah, you seem blown away by that one. Oh, my God. You guys, Real American, that book is going to be an American classic. Mm, a real American classic. A real American classic, exactly. It is fantastic. She was amazing. It was a great night. But I've been going to a lot of stuff. And then there was the Grotto Authors Party Thursday night or Wednesday night. I all think I know it's all like ping a pong. blur. I saw that ping pong picture. There I am in my idyllic island bliss up in I Washington know. State thinking, what could be better than this? Oh, ping pong Somebody in the lunchroom. The lunch, just the regular lunch table. Yeah. This is such genius. They, they put, a put a net across it, and it was perfect. Uh, I played with Vanessa for a while, then she and Chandra played. I took a little picture for social Did media. Did anybody get competitive? Vanessa is competitive. That does not surprise no me. No matter what. We like to do a little dishing on the grotto, too. You don't yeah. expect that. Your favorite author, if your favorite author is Vanessa Hua, you oh. may find out. Yeah. 
You're getting more than you bargained for. Yeah, she is. You, you, she's she comes on to it your always. reading and she sets up some ping pong. <laughs> no, We're going to get a little prepare, more than you thought. Prepare you might, you to might, go yeah. down. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm a little competitive myself. I enjoyed that. And Vanessa claims there was also miniature golf. I did not see I this. I can't. See I don't know where it was. I don't but know anyway. I, but why would she say it? Right. Okay, so uh, party's getting started, and this is to celebrate people who have books out in the last, in like a six-month increment. Either they've come out or they're coming out soon. So people are psyched, right? They've got their books. Mm-hmm. They're, everybody's happy. And, and um, tell, look, so who had books out? I know. Uh, okay, Laurie Ann Doyle, Laurie who we Doyle, just had who on. Just on. Matthew Zapruder. Matthew on. Um, Caitlin Sol- Solomon. Who's coming up. Is it Salamine or Salamini? Oh, my God. I'm such a bad friend. I, maybe I should look this up. Um, exactly. But Empire of Glass, amazing novel. We're interviewing her next week, I think. Uh, yes. Yes, we are. Um, and uh, the retirement book. Oh, Louise Nair. Louise, Louise Nair. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these people have been on. This is crazy. That means we're doing our job. And it's slipping my mind. Who else might have been there? And I, oh, Julie Lithgow Ames. Yeah, yeah. I think that might have been it. I think that was um, it. I saw the picture, and it was fantastic, super fun. Anyway, I'm like, you know, everyone's having a drink, eating some snacks, and we all have name tags. Very smart name tags. And a woman named Amanda. Amanda, if you're listening, hey, says, hey, you're Bridget. Um, I came tonight because I heard you say on the Grotto Pod that people should just get uh, involved in their community, and so I just came. She just showed up. She just showed up. She's huh. like, and, and because remember, I had given that advice. Yeah, I had yeah. said, I give this advice, and stuff. people always tell me why. And I said, oh my God, that is so awesome. I was so psyched to hear that she'd listened, yeah. to hear that she was out. Yeah. I gave her a Gronopod mug because I thought. You just had a mug sitting around. I did in my office. Okay. I went and got it. Yeah. I had not used it, it was clean. <laughs> um, a little bookmark, too. I gave her a bookmark. Okay. Gave tons of people bookmarks. Good. Um, I need to have those with me at all times. I think I texted you. I was in a bookstore yep. in Friday Harbor. Yes. Like, why don't I just have a bunch I know. of I know. I had to learn that with the book to carry around mm-hmm. my card and, and things like that and card. give it out all the yeah, time. I need one of those, too. Um, so, anyway, the point was, and I was psyched to see her, and she was chatting with lots of people, and I was chatting with her and with all other people. And the point is... It was fun. Like, if she got enough, I mean, you're maybe not going to get a mug every time you go out, but <laughs> you'll have fun. Like, it's just fun to I go out and be with people. And I'm not even, like, a party person. It's right. just fun to be where things are happening and where people are talking about cool stuff. Spent, you know, I don't know how long in a very cool argument with Anise Gross, Matthew Zapruder, and myself about Patty Smith. Patty Smith or Patty Smythe? Patty Smith. Okay. There is no Patty Smythe in my world. Oh, come on. Uh, no. Um... I won't go into details because maybe it's private, but let's just say that I'm a Patty Smith fan. It doesn't surprise and me. And not everyone is. That's all. I'm a little lukewarm. I read yeah. uh, I read an early biography, not the one she wrote. Yeah. But a just biography kids. of her. Yeah. Uh, and I was surprised at her ambition. Oh, not really not me. Yeah, I was surprised wow, at her ambition. She seems super ambitious. And that she lived in a really nice building. I, none, of this, none of this. None of this. Really surprise. No, not at all. I like the Sonic Smith era. I like. Oh that yeah, era. yeah. That was. I, seemed, that was I like it all. I also. Moving. There's part of me. Um, there's part of me that really admires and is a little thrilled by the fact that she went and lived in Detroit and raised her kids and. It is. I like that. Tiffany came I mean. back super badass. Like it's all badass. It's all badass. I yeah. love that. But then there was the conversation about well, what what is really her work and what's just your. Uh, love affair with her persona, and to mm. me, I don't, I don't care. But also, Just Kids is a fantastic book. And M Train, I'm like the only person who liked it in the Grotto reading group. We have a 
We have a reading group. We have a like. You a don't even have to group. sign up for the book. No, group. you just show up. If you haven't read the book, up. you can still have like the wine and snacks. <laughs> It's true. But I had read it. I went. I'm like, such an awesome book. And everyone was like, you got shot there. Oh, nobody liked it but me. But I really liked it. So whatever. That makes up for everything yeah. else, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, they were like thoughtful, reasoned. And I was like, it was awesome. So did you give a, did you get a chance to give a little grotto pod plug at this uh, book meeting? I did. I handed okay. out tons of bookmarks. Good. I just said, come on, you guys. Let's listen. Let us know if you want to be on. Oh, there was a guy who got a hold of me that wants to be on. So I'll tell you about okay. that. Off, uh, and, or off mic? Yeah, off mic. Yeah. And, uh, you know, lot uh we had some task rabbits helping us, and they had Gratopod T-shirts, and then everyone was like, "Oh, I want a Gratopod T-shirt." Oh, really? Task rabbits? Yeah, that's a sign. That's a, a service you can sign up for. We had them the last one too. They uh, come and do your chores, basically. Well, these are good chores because you know how nobody ever wants to work the front door right. downstairs because you're not at the party, right? And so, so you had a task rabbit down there. Yeah, and those women were amazing. They had their own tools. They helped reassemble one of the couches. Oh, wow. They were fantastic. They were like pros. If you're listening, you guys are awesome. Task Thank rabbit. you. Hats off. And anyway, so um, lots. And I was wearing my T-shirt. I'm wearing it right now too. Cleaned it in between. Just want to say. And <laughs> that's good to know because <laughs> it was pretty sweaty there. Lots of people. I uh, had a had a Grotto Pod T-shirt sighting in Seattle. You are kidding. Well, me. someone I knew. Okay, but, still. But still. I think that's awesome. Nice but the point you. is, there's just a kind of a momentum for people being aware that it's happening. So, hey, you guys, if you're listening, can you just drop us a line, say hello, tweet at us, anything, let us know you're out there, that we're not talking into the void. Although apparently we're not because people are showing up to parties. Yeah. Yeah. That's good to know. Um, that was my whole story. That's a great story. Yep. My, my heart which is not diseased, is so warmed right now after hearing that story. It's fantastic. And it's not just that we're in here. It's It's getting hotter. Um, Well, let's let's use it as a jumping off point then. And I know this is a period of time where uh, if you are an enthusiastic participant in Litquake, like like Bridget definitely is, and like I kind of am, and we'll go over that a little bit. I just got so distracted by your mints. That oh, would you like, like some? No, because I bring my own I know, sort of mainstream usually, mints. I know. I have like hippie Those mints. Those are hippie mints. Organic. Mine are very effective. You know what? I'll tell you about these mints. They're okay. really more candy than okay. mints. Well, aren't all mints? No, this is like, it won't, it won't stick. <sighs> they're, okay. Okay, they're very green. Okay, here's the thing about mints before we get out, back onto Litquake. Uh, they're off-white, which is a little disturbing for me. I want my mints to be pristine. I want them to be white. Maybe uh, these guys have some flex in them, which only means more mint power, if you ask me. <laughs> Those are minty. These are more like candy. I like them, though. Yeah. They but look- I just didn't want to always be poaching your mints. Oh, no. I'm here for you. I'm here for oh, everyone. That's so I, I'm nice. here to bring everyone mints. Those are little hippie Altoids. They are and, uh, very hippie. Minor processed. My mouth is not be- super fresh, but very sugary. <laughs> Back to uh, the topic at hand. <laughs> We're easily distracted. <laughs> That's a problem, squirrel. Um, if you are an enthusiastic participant in Litquake, uh, at this point you might be getting some Litquake uh, exhaustion, going to all yeah. these readings every day. But uh, we're here to tell you, uh, uh, not even just to tell you, but to discuss, because i got to admit, I'm a less enthusiastic participant mm-hmm. in readings. I don't go as often. Um, now, Litquake, I feel, is almost a different animal because of the energy that surrounds it. Yeah, and what's great about Litquake is it's not the same people. It's a different crowd. I like that. I do and don't. You know, um, one of the, the commitments I made when I joined the Grotto was, all right, it's time to get off my butt and start putting myself out there. You know, because yeah. you're not going to, people aren't just going to come into your, you know, knock on you. your door like, hey, guys sitting at the kitchen table, yeah. you're a genius. Come be like us. <laughs> that um, rarely happens. It, it, it's 52 years. hasn't happened yet. Um 
But I got to say, a lot of times when I go to readings, regular readings, I come back uh, not disappointed, but... Disappointed in the reading? Because I have to say, I think people need to work on their reading game sometimes. Oh, do tell. I mean, I go to a lot of fantastic readings, and there are people out there who kill it, for Mm -hmm. sure. But there are people where I'm like, really, you need to think about your audience. The same as when you're writing. Well, it's a separate skill. It's a completely separate skill. And that's why you have to practice, not bring your book and like think, oh, like you've read it to yourself and you're like, okay, that looks to be about some amount of minutes. Yeah. And then you read it and it's like in the middle of a scene and it's super writerly, which is great, but doesn't really translate into following a narrative in person, and you really have to think about that stuff. What you're going to present. Yeah. Here's my pet peeve, one of my pet peeves about readings, and I'll couch it in a little story about my early uh, experience with Bridget Quinn, who's sitting across the table from me right now. Well, now I'm scared. So I first met Bridget Quinn, I'm like, she seems pretty cool. True. And then, um, not that I, not that experience, but just that, you, that it was an early good assessment. Okay, good. Whew. Yeah. But so we go to a reading, it was one of the grotto readings... So right when I first started. Was I reading or was I not? reading. And yeah. I brought the wife. And you're like, she's not that cool. And I said, oh, I know these people, kind of. It was more like a sweaty, I know these people type of thing. <laughs> hey, where are you guys going after? Um, but you read. Nowhere. In my case, nowhere. And I was nervous. Oh, this is Bridget. She's really cool, I think. Um, oh, yeah. But you did not read in poet voice. And is that good or not oh, good? so good, because I hate poet. I thought, what if she reads in poet voice? At least she's not that cool. I don't write poetry, so that's part no, of the problem. No, but there problem. are people oh, yeah. who read in poet voice. Sometimes I like poet voice. If, it, if you're a poet and you're like, you have like a persona and you're killing it, I kind of like it. Sometimes. Like depends. Voice. Depends. I'm not a huge poetry guy. You're more of a poetry gal than I, I am a poetry I like poetry, guy. yeah. But I was all, and if you're going to read poetry, I, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not a sophisticated person, and I was like a Jack Kerouac guy, so I don't want poetry voice. Yeah, it can definitely be terrible. I always seems a little laughing. So for me, that was a that was a confirmation. Oh, that I'm Bridget cool. is pretty cool. She doesn't read. In oh, poetry that's good. Voice. I'm glad to hear that. I um, I hope I'm not telling tales out of school, but I feel like I want to tell this story that I was reading um, in Jim Rulin's Vermin on the Mount series, which is the best. Which in, seems like an inappropriate place for poetry voice. L.A. and San Diego. Yeah, and he <laughs> he sent out kind of. So if you don't know Jim, he's like. Punk rock writer, I mean writer writer plus writes yeah, for a punk rock magazine. You know, you know Jim. No, I don't know oh, Jim. Oh, and he's awesome. I love him. Hi, Jim, if you're listening. I'm sure he's not. Um, but at any rate, uh, he sent out this. So you don't mess with Jim. And he he was like a marine. Well, sure. He's like he and he's like tall. Anyway, if yeah. Jim tells you to read for seven minutes, don't read for ten. Right. I don't remember what the number was, but it was, say, it's 10 minutes. He goes, I just want to be clear that everyone has 10 minutes to read. Not 11 minutes, not 12, Ooh. but since none of you are poets, we probably won't have a problem. Uh, and I thought that was so funny. That is funny. That is <laughs> because what story. happens with poets, if you're a poet, listen to me, it seems like they're short, and so you need to have a lot of them. But you need to read them and actually see how much time they take. Because it's a lot for people to listen to 15 minutes of poetry. It is. But what's interesting with poets, well, I don't know if it's interesting. I think it is. Is they should be good at reading aloud. Some are great. Because it's kind of part of, it's more part of their shtick than ours. You know, poetry is something that is generally more more likely to be read aloud. 
than yeah, pros. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. And I they know, can it makes do more all sense. kinds of stuff because they got spacing and they yeah. got, you know, I mean, that's words. why some poetry readings are the best. Like, poetry slams are entertainment, right? Because they're right. so I'd like entertainment. Dynamic. I, you know, I'm always a little um, suspicious of super serious things, people who take themselves super seriously. And Poetry Voice, to me, is like the, the apex of taking yeah. yourself very seriously, which could be my own failing, not theirs. But. Well, this is one of the things. So uh, Larry and I are part of the practice round today. Oh, yeah, for the practice round. Uh, and, and if you are listening to this, uh, oh, yeah. I believe this will take place uh, Saturday. What's this? This this event that we're talking oh, about. Oh, Lit Crawl. Lit Crawl. Uh, <laughs> At 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock, uh, our Lit Crawl. I'm actually just looking to see. Okay, yes, this is going to... This You're listening to this on the 10th of October. Our oh. Lit Crawl event is the... 14th of October. It will take place at Public Works, 161 Erie Street, San Francisco, upstairs. At 5 p.m. If you're downstairs, you're going to see Josh Moore. Don't do that, because once you see Josh Moore, you're not going to want to go upstairs. I know. That's pretty funny, because Josh is also part of the grotto. So, so try to get past him and yeah, if get you can us, bear it. if you can possibly... Uh, not do that. And I think actually Josh was the MC for Grotto Lit, Rick, Lit Crawl, I can't speak, two years ago. So I, That was funny. one of my first Grotto experiences. Oh, yeah. And I was, you know. That was in a theater. That was, a, I that was awesome. I was yeah. kind of hoping ours was going to be there this year. Yeah, but, that but was really, really fun. That was really cool. So um, we're going to do a run through today. And mm-hmm. one of the tough things about Lit Crawl is that we are, for the most part, serious writers, but you cannot read something. I mean, you can. if You can read something really earnest if it's, like, heart-wrenching or gutting or... But you can't read something super literary and it's super... It's entertainment. It's entertainment, man. Yeah. People are drinking, even though we're at 5 o'clock and they're not drunk yet, mm-hmm. presumably. Were, presumably. It's still, you got to, like, get their attention. So one of the things we're going to go through today, and I would recommend everyone do this, is hear what everyone's piece is and get an order that makes sense, mm. right, so that people come along with you. Yeah. I'm, pl- I'm planning to start by speaking in Hebrew. Oh, gosh, that'll do it. I spoke it. in public, I think I spoke in Hebrew because I was 13 and being bar mitzvah. <laughs> so I thought that might All be right, a nice uh, attention now. getter. You know, it start might with be. the blessing before the Torah. That might be funny. And, uh, yeah, maybe. If you carried a Torah, that might be funny. Oh, my God. Do you know how much that Torah weighs? So you'd have, like, attendance. I like this, actually. I had to. Could they dress like Egyptians? <laughs> that is so wrong. Um, at my <laughs> child's bar mitzvah, you have to hold the Torah up over your head. Oh, you being the child? No. Oh. Someone has chosen to do that. Oh, okay. I don't know why I did it because usually you get someone else to involve another person. Yeah. You know, one person opens the ark, and oh yeah. Um, so I had to hold it. Yeah. And uh, it you retired August, so it was all on one side. It was almost the end of the new year. You know. The way oh, you do oh, I it, understand now. You yeah, start yeah. at the new year, yeah, which is just a, a few weeks ago. It's you go through the books. scroll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, it's really heavy. And I was like, you know, one side was really heavy. Oh, and I'm not yeah. a small guy. But yeah. it still was really... They need people to hold up your arms. Or two people to hold that yeah. door. Um, I think my... Is that your phone? Nope. Oh. I was just checking, and it wasn't, even though the IRS did just call me. People, if the IRS calls you... Ignore it. That's my advice. If they tell you to go to Target and get a gift certificate <laughs> to pay off your debt, don't do it. Do not do that. Or <clears throat> if they tell you that you're going to be reported to the constable, as my recent... This isn't um, Canada. Are there constables? And but he had some other word. It was like constabulary. Yeah, I can't. I don't know. I can't even say it. But okay, our reading. This will be a great opportunity for for us to to do it right. 
Yeah. So hopefully we'll be able to do it right. Yeah. But as I was saying before that, um, you know, Litquake and Litcrawl, especially Litcrawl, are sort of outliers when it comes to the re- the culture of readings. Because there's so many. Because there's so many and because they're so kind of... Beloved? Kind of rock and roll. Yeah. You know, they happen in yeah. bars or yeah. galleries. Totally. I'm saying that when a... When the option is one of the regular readings in a bookstore, yeah. sometimes they can be a little bit of a drag. Yeah, I think they've gotten much better in the past few years. I don't know if that's because it's mostly my friends whose readings I'm going to now, and they're it so awesome. It definitely makes it better. And also, I know them. But, you know, the the thing is, and what I've noticed a lot, is people are breaking up their readings. They are doing Q&A. They're having a little yeah. interview session. They're just reading a little bit rather than bludgeoning people with the written word. Because it's... I mean, yeah. even the best. You have to be really judicious. When someone stands up there and goes, all right, I'm going to read a whole short story. You're like, But sometimes it's fantastic. But Depends on the reader. It really is a crapshoot. And I can't overstate this enough. Leave them wanting more, man. Do yeah, not leave them wanting too more. Wrong. I saw that guy. I used to go to readings when I lived in Seattle, actually, more than I do now. Um, younger. Younger. Thought of myself more as an art kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, that William Volman, was it Oh, Volman? yeah. He shot off a starter's pistol wow, during that prob- his reading. Oh, Larry, do that. No, I don't have one. Okay, just get one. This not, probably not a good idea in this sort of... Climate? Oh, yeah. you're right. That's actually uh, a very he good was point. weird. But that's fun. And he had a giant... He was wearing a giant hoodie. Uh-huh. And he was reading... And of course, you know, his books were about like really the dregs oh, of society. Yeah. And you picture this, and he's a very nerdy looking guy. Yeah. And then he shot off the starter's pistol and he gave us the creepiest smile. <laughs> <laughs> like he, wanted, he was waiting for us to run from the room. Um, I don't know if that's really what I'm looking for in a reading. I, I think, though, you're right. I mean, it definitely amps up and gets more interesting. And again, bringing community into it when it's your community. For sure. And I'm it's still, just like going to see bands when we were younger. Right. But I'm still edging in. I remember going to a reading. A few months ago, and feeling like until you showed up, mm-hmm. that it was like the first day of school. Oh and, yeah, you're and by I'm yourself. sitting alone at lunch. Yeah, and yeah. Like, hey, hey, everyone, like, hey, hey, hi. Where was I going? And I realized, oh gosh, where was it? I can't remember now, but I rem- I distinctly remember about to go to something and realizing, why am I so stressed? And I thought, oh yeah, because for years, oh I know it wasn't. It was I was cold. I was cold submitting something. Oh, and I was stressed in my uh, interaction with the person, even online, <laughs> even through email, and realized that so much of my life are people I know now, and to just have a lot of sympathy and empathy for that situation is really important when you meet people, when you're mm-hmm. at readings. Like I really do try to talk. To other people, and just but be I think sure it's that also important to tell our listeners, especially those of whom might have aspirations that they haven't yet acted on, is the way to become part of that. Completely is to keep showing up. Completely, it's everything. Showing up is everything. Yeah, it's everything. But as a, as the reader, so I don't have any experience doing this yet. I don't do readings. I've done. I don't know what I've done. Bar mitzvahs. But, um, I'll bet you've done more than you realize when you probably, actually think I mean, about I think it. I've spoken yeah. in front of people more than I thought, yeah. but not in a while. Yeah. Um, give us, take us through it from the reader's point of view, because you've done a ton in the last year. I have done a ton. And you think you're getting better at it? I, yeah, I do. Th- I mean, my first, unfortunately, was um, A, in an art history department. Um, the night before the uh, Women's March on Washington. Mm-hmm. And so... That was your first? 
for the book. Yeah. Yeah, because the book, the book hadn't come out yet. Mm. And I was invited by an art history department to give a kind of scholarly talk. Mm-hmm. The good thing about doing it early is I was like, I... I don't want to give scholarly talks anymore. That it felt terrible. I did I a can't bad job. That, that would be fun. It was not fun for me. It was not fun for them. And I just thought, no matter what, even if I look like a know nothing, I'm not doing that again. But like, you got again. You got to have the personality for that. Yeah, and, and you got to take yourself well, really. Seriously. It doesn't allow my personality to be right. myself. So um, after that, everything went has gone great. The most important thing to remember is that the people who are there really want you to do a good job. Yeah, they're not there thinking like, oh, this is gonna suck. They're, they're thinking, they're thinking, I hope this doesn't suck. Mm-hmm. I hope this is great. I hope I love this. So not only are, do they have your best uh, wishes in mind, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's not just that they want because they're nice. They want you to tell them something they want to hear. Right. And to just remember it like that, like, I want to tell them a great story. I want them, because the thing about my book and my things when I go out is I think people, if they don't know the book already, are a little freaked out that it's going to be really scholarly and boring. Definitely. Yeah. And I've had that reaction, especially at universities, where people go, whoa, that's not what I expected. So what percentage of people in the audience have already read it? Um... I, that's a good question. They maybe haven't read the whole book, but they've read excerpts online, a narrative. I mean, they're not wandering like in. It wasn't, it's not like a comedy club where but they got caught for example, a bunch of um, Vanessa and I read just two weeks ago at oh. Notre Dame de Namur. And, you know, Vanessa has a short story collection with an awesome hook, which is um, model immigrants behaving badly. Mm-hmm. And mine is women in the history of art. Which would you rather hear about? I'm not sure hear about? if this were a rock show, if I would have chosen either of you as the opening act for the other. Right. I know I, you both, so I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good personality combo. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But what's the connection? What's the? It's, it's kind of like Prince opening for the Rolling Stones. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So I opened for Vanessa, you so but you, you, could, you could see the stress in, because it was mostly students. I think they were required to go for their class. <laughs> oh, we got to get through this. And they're like, thing. oh my God. And then and like the, uh, they see me set up the slides. I mean, you can just see the stress. <laughs> and I'm like, I get it, dudes. It's cool. Like, And to just talk to people. Like, I get it. You know, you're stressed. Mm-hmm. This is super boring. Uh, I slept. I mean, I, you may or may not know this, but like the best cure for insomnia, theoretically, is to be in a darkened room with a light at one end. So, <laughs> so I'm not offended if people fall asleep. But... Um, Plus, and I have this in my corner too. We were both high school teachers. I know. This you is, know what it's like to look out at a group of people and, and just see them struggling, and just, hating, and just and 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 to have so much sympathy because I can I say the f word? I okay. I effing hated high school. Like I hated yeah. it, and I am easily bored in a certain way. Um, so I really feel like my job is to be to be. Uh, honest to my material, but to really entertain people, and by entertain, I don't mean like a song and dance. I just no, mean but engage. Maybe yes, to be engaging and to not be bludgeoning them with my art. Right. Um, do you and do yeah. you think? Uh, do you think you'll see examples of writers who don't believe that? There's tons of people who are just more it. like the words that are about to leave my mouth come directly from God, and you need to sit here and listen. I don't necessarily. I hope I they're not brilliant. that big of dicks, but I do think there's a, a a way. And I definitely was this person in the past, or have been this person, where you think I rewrote this story. 30 times. It is mm. perfection yeah. the way it is. And this section is particularly beautiful and so I am going to read that. And that will almost never come across in a reading. So, you know, I think one of the reasons I've been so hesitant to try to do readings of stuff is the the risk of having it fall flat. But here's the thing. 
who's going to, like, it falls flat, and everyone's just like, they cl- clap politely, mm. and they... I think I'd want I'd want plants, because my stuff is supposed to, a lot of it is supposed oh. to elicit laughs. Right, so you want laughs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's not a bad idea. I mean, yeah. I think it's worth having plants for Q&A. It oh, yeah, that's is. a good idea. Yeah, I think Although a few plants are a good be, idea. At this point in my life, so curious as to what a stranger would ask. I have to say, I've been very surprised at how much people can piss me off. Questions oh, really? that they ask or things they point out. Um, I've also been surprised, and, and also just how big-hearted people are and how amazing mm-hmm. that can be. Like, people can move you to tears. But you, just when you think, like, someone can't say anything that you would find more irritating, they will. <laughs> and it's like, so what? I mean, I, I probably shouldn't talk about this. Don't but talk out of school. Okay. But I mean, I had a student point out something in one of the artworks that they thought was just not high-minded enough. Oh, boy. And I was like, dude, this is A, old. <laughs> B, just so judgy. And I was I felt of, so the, that, of the woman artist, and I felt so personally so that puts defensive you, of them. And that puts you in a... In a you have a responsibility there, I think, to right. everyone else to refute it, but also to do it in a way that doesn't make the person feel bad. Right. And that's the thing. And, of course, there's also tons of people who they just want to tell you what they know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And that's I belong here. fine. Yeah. It's, I mean, all of that is fine. But it is interesting how um, people can get under your skin. Well, and that brings up another element of the reading world that if you are going to choose to enter it, the people at the readings... Sometimes I'll go to readings. Uh, you and I were at one a while back where I looked around the room and I was like, oh, boy, I don't want, I just, I don't want to be part of this club. <laughs> I think I know the one you're talking about. <laughs> We've been to quite a few, so don't try to narrow it down. Oh, my God, down. dozens and but, dozens in the last <laughs> since summer. Um, but some, and sometimes yeah. you'll go to readings and you'll kind of see that crowd over and over again. And, go, yeah. and sometimes I'll feel like, wow, is this really... This is what it's come to. These are the people that will go to readings. Like What I cannot believe is how many people there are at readings. Like, we never go to things where there's just a couple people there. Right. Um, it's amazing. Went, you know, the weird thing, I went to one, and I think this was a function of how, of where the reading was. But I went to a reading for Lee, uh-huh. who usually draws a ton of people. Yeah. And there were like 15 people there. It was the weirdest thing. But 15 is, like, by some people's standards, a good number. But well, yeah, for I me, went yeah, that'd be huge. I but went to Lee Kravitz. one's reading at the same place that I went to Lee's reading, and I was shocked at how few people there were. But Lee's reading at this other bookstore, you weren't there. That was a big bookstore. But he filled it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, but I, and I, did, and I knew very few of the people. And I remember thinking, who are all these people? Um, so, yeah. It is always, yeah, I mean, it is always interesting because I, outside of this room and outside of these walls, often move in a world of people who don't go to readings. Right. So I'm kind of shocked, too, like, oh, wow, these, there are people that go to readings. You know what's That are fun, sometimes people that I want yeah, to be associated with. <laughs> exactly. You know, there's a lot of fun reading series in San Francisco, at least, that aren't, it's not like, oh. I have a book and I'm going to promote it. That's another thing I wanted to talk about. Those are fantastic. The reading series. And yeah. we know some people who curate them. Lori does one. Lori Babylon does the Babylon Salon, Salon, which is great. Uh, what's the one, Francis? Uh, Francis Stroh does Stranger Than Fiction. Which I've wanted to go to. That's fun. And that's in Edinburgh and Castle. Edinburgh Castle. Edinburgh Castle. In the Tenderloin. Mm-hmm. And and that's very, very fun. I once drove away with my lights off 
from there years ago with a police officer behind me, and I was afraid to turn my lights on because then he'd know they were off. I did all those little processes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) because he doesn't know they're off. I don't know. I just remember that really. So literally, whenever I hear about things there, I'm like, I'm not driving. But that's a that's a more. Why would you want to drive there anyway? No, it was ridiculous. That's a more raucous type of thing, and I I like that. And and that's more what lit quake and lit crawl, especially, will bring to the literary world and the reading world is more of a raucous kind of party rock and roll atmosphere. I think San Francisco has that has that vibe with a lot of its readings, which is so fun and so cool. Yeah. Um, oh, there's also Why There Are Words. That's in Sausalito, I think. Um, and those are supposed to be great. And the um, I do the, um, the flash fictions that oh, yeah. Grant Faulkner, who is going to be on next two weeks from now. Um, oh my Jane, gosh, I'm reading his book. Oh yeah, I you guys that. are gonna love it. It's about it's writing, cool dude. Yep, yeah, he's a cool dude. But I go to those. That's a little less raucous. But I guess I'm only bringing all this up because if you don't live in San Francisco, start a reading series and just make it fun. So, what would go into starting a reading series? I was giving that some thought as I was walking here today. Like, how? I guess we should have talked to Lori about this, and maybe we should think in the future of getting someone on who curates we should do that. something. We should totally do that. Well, I guess we just talked to Lori. We did talk a little bit about just Babylon Sun, and we talked to Jack, and he talked about yeah. creating Liquid. But that Liquid, I don't even count that as a reading series because it's but just it started a giant that. Event. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. But I mean, the idea of doing something regular, where like, okay, I need to secure a place, right? I need to get my readers, I right. need To get publicity. It's a big job. I can't. I would hate to do it myself. I don't think I could do it. But I hate all kinds of organization like that. Like, I don't even <laughs> like to give a party. So <clears throat> that's just me. But I I think place is everything. And yeah. so bars are really good. I think so. Um, so, and like a lot of bars will let you do it because... Um, it's a night. Yeah, you're bringing going on. Like, you're what's gonna the bring writers with drinks, the one in... Um, oh, right. At the makeout room? Yep, yep. I've never been to one of those. Have you? I have not. Uh, but I'm trying to think of why I know about it so well. But I don't think I've ever been. Mm-mm. You know where they do readings, I just found out. This will speak to the more manly members of our audience. They do them oh. at the Beat Museum. Wh- where is that? It's in North Beach. I would have to be, but I don't I, know where it is. It's on Broadway. I went there. I wrote about it years ago for the Examiner, and then I went back. How could I not when, know about uh, it? This is terrible. Grotto Pod guest Christian Wynn was here. Yeah. He's the kind of guy who'd want to go there. Yeah. So we went there, and the guy who uh, runs it is just into it, as I guess you should well, be. Well, yeah. But he does readings there. I was actually thinking we should have this guy on because. Of course we should. He we is definitely the standard should. bearer, the, the, what you call the torch bearer. Of this era. Um, but so and do, city lights can really be depended on to have very cool people come through. How, I've never been to a reading at city lights. Oh, my gosh. They're downstairs? so good. They're so good. And it's also just so fun to be in that bookstore. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, outside of, outside of bookstores... I do think, you know, you have to start by just the same way we started playing in bands in college. It's like somebody has their garage and mm-hmm. they invite their friends and they you just have to get people coming to the party yeah, and then get them into it. And yeah. it helps to have a community of people. Like if you're a part of an MFA, have some of your professors or some of the more like people who have more published stuff read along with brand new people. I'll tell you what, especially if you're in an MFA program and you've got all these people who are right. starting out and don't ha- haven't been published and are just or haven't read, just they need to get up there and do it's it. It's so good. I wish someone had done that. Well, maybe they did, and I just didn't know about it. But yeah. 
Um, it, yeah, that's really a Mickey Rooney. Let's let's build a bar. Put that's on a show the way. Type of thing. Yeah, that's the way. Um, and you know, just enjoy it. We were actually thinking of doing that. Well, I was thinking of doing it for the Gids It Good for the Jews podcast. We do it in a. <gasps> that's such a good idea. Well, it's like. I was at this thing on Saturday, this uh, break fast for Yom Kippur, and all these, all our friends were there, and all our friends and family that initially supported us. I'm like, you know what? We should just have a party at someone's house, either mine or Eric's, mm-hmm. and at one point, all right, we're going to go record a podcast. Come on downstairs and listen up. Definitely, that's what you should do. You get 10, 15 people down there watching. It'd be a totally different vibe. It'd be really fun. That, I mean, that's a great idea. Eric, and you could totally do. I know you're not. Yeah. That's my idea. You could just like snip it out and send it to them. Which is sort of the idea I had behind the live GrottoPod podcast, which has yet to happen. Because it's technically beyond us. No offense. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do either, but it should be pretty easy to learn. We just would need to We need that other kind of equipment. (laughs) If you know about that, you guys, let me know. The kind that is not opaque and easy to understand. (laughs) I think we need that other kind of brain, actually. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And that's yes. It's operator. Yes and yes. Well, uh, we may be doing a live podcast, but not till next March. But I be, think it'd be fun to do something before. I know. That. I, when do we know if we're doing that or not? Is this uh, a tease? I got to find out if it's a tease or if it's a real. Thing. Oh, I mean, are we teasing people who are listening now? Oh, no. Uh, we and who knows? We may have a growing listenership in Boise, Idaho, mm. after having Mr. Christian Wynn on. I hope that's true. We need to get some Idaho Missoula Idaho writers on. If you live in yes. Missoula, call me. Yes. Or email me. Whatever. Whatever it is. Why Missoula? Um, I don't know why I picked I don't that. know why Missoula, because that's what yeah. you think of when you think of writers in Montana. I know, that's what happened. And fly fishing. Yeah. But if you live anywhere in the Pacific Northwest, Montana, or Idaho, just call us. Or let's, email us. Let's move to the element of what someone starting out can get from attending readings. Mm-hmm. Because I had heard years ago, and I didn't take... Whoa, that was familiar. Uh Huh. Okay, Ted. Thanks for the text. Um... I had her. Oh, take the opportunity to check your own text. I am because remember I texted someone to see if she wanted to come on. I was seeing if she responded. I thought you were texting Russia again. No, or the IRS. (laughs) Um, I had been told years ago, and I think I I might have already shared this story on the Grotto Pod um, by one of the people who runs the. Oh my God! What's the name of their Arlene Clot and Beth? Oh, Porchlight. Porchlight. We were talking about a writer who's really successful, who has been successful. And I said, what's, you know, what's his story? And she's like, he showed up. He just goes to everything. And that has some value. And we talk about, when we had just talked about before, like, oh, I've got an idea for a a project and I have no idea what to do with it. And you said, oh, send an email to the grotto. We already got this. Yeah. We're here in the grotto. We got all these people. You're not in the grotto. You show up. People start knowing you. Yeah. Boom. There's your community. Yeah. You're going I, out for drinks. Who knows what happens next? Yeah. And uh, you kind of have to go to all of these things, not with the sense, what am I going to get out of it? Um, because it might happen. It might take a really long time. Right. And you have to go thinking, and hopefully this is true. I love literature. I love reading. I love people who like those things. Mm-hmm. I love to hear what people are working on. Yeah, you can't. I guess you can't really go into it with like a careerist attitude. Like, oh, yeah, I mean, because that, that just guy, might that never pan out. But, but I have to say, the difference between my experience at readings now versus two years ago, yeah, is pretty quantum. Because you know people. Because now it's so much more comfortable. Now I can right. show up and like, oh, there's so and so, and oh, you know, oh, for sure, for sure, I get that completely. I forgot about Lee's writing series. 
Lee. Oh, Lit Camp? No, no. What's the one they do in the, ba- the Basement series? Yeah, but that's part of Lit Camp. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about it. I just wanted oh, to include that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the basement, the basement series, those guys are geniuses because they do it with um, Sports Basement mm-hmm. and they have a beer sponsor. Yeah. So it's not at a bar, but there's free beer. And that's a good setup. And they have oh, good readers. Oh, it's so good. I've read there. That was super fun. I was at that one, yeah. Oh, you were? I was. I think because oh. I knew Justine back then. Oh, yeah. That was the only person I knew. Wow. Yeah. That was a sports one, so that was right up your alley. That one, I was a little frustrated. Yeah, not enough sports. Boy, I should be reading tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've been there. something up here in 10 minutes. Oh, man, have I ever been there, yeah. Yeah, but it's definitely, I I mean, it's definitely a different muscle than sitting in your kitchen Can I just tell you how I got in that reading series? Please. I submitted something. I recommend you do the same. Just flat out, just submitted it. Yeah. I know. Every time, and and Lee, one of the great things about being (laughs) in the grotto is, if we know people who are doing these things, they will send out an email saying, please submit. Right. And so I did submit, and then it got picked. So that is also part of um, being involved in the community is putting yourself out there. And that means it's really hard, and you experience rejection, and that is a fact, and it's going to happen, and just you just have to move on from there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. so what? Like, just go on to the next thing. So it's. I guess what we're talking about here then is it's. it becomes a blurry line at some point between being a fan of these things to a participant in these things to perhaps someday becoming someone who runs one of right, these I mean, things. Here's the thing. <clears throat> it just hit me, so I think I'm interrupting you. No, you, the but look of, of kismet on your face I did. I was like, priceless. okay, it's like this. Um, it's the difference between... You go to a bunch of readings, say, that Ziziva puts on, mm-hmm. parties, whatever. You don't know anyone. But you get at some point to, say, meet Oscar or Laura. You talk to them. You're mm-hmm. like, hey, Oscar. The next time you submit something, which should be soon, you say, hey, Oscar or Laura, it was great seeing you at whatever. <laughs> Here's my thing. It's no, but really- it, but it's, it's a quantum difference between oh, right, it, it's right. all going into the slush pile. But it just shows that you are engaged. Right. That you – and it doesn't mean that, that they're going to take your piece. It still has to have the same awesome quality. But it's it would support have to- for for what I've been saying yeah. all along that the best query letter in the world says, "Hey, remember me?" Yeah, and it's remember a lot, a hell of a lot easier to write that letter. Oh, when yeah. you can say, "Hey, I was there. I saw this. I love that. I love your magazine. It. Here's something. I hope you love it." And certainly, if you like using Ziziva as an example, at this point now, because we had Oscar on the show, because I went to an event there, because I sat down and talked to Oscar about '80s music forever. I know. That was fun. If Oscar sees something with my name, I'll go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah he's a music about, guy. Yeah, that guy. You make a little joke about Flock of Seagulls or whatever. Right, boom. And then, bam, he reads it. Yep, and that does give you, I mean, it definitely helps. I mean, it sounds like the steps toward nepotism, but it's not really. It's just the way things work. Well, I mean, it's it's no different. It's just life. It's just, right. I, and like, I can't overstate that, I mean, I knew the editors of narrative for probably 15 years and submitted and went to events, mm-hmm. got to know them, uh, took a class, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It was, took about 15 years, maybe 10 before they took something. Mm-hmm. They never took anything before that, even though they knew me just as well or, you know, whatever. But so it had, the quality had to be there, but definitely, I, yeah, I don't know. It just, I definitely felt less nervous yeah. well, sending it in. I felt seen. And I behind felt, the scenes, they were probably rooting for you. Exactly, exactly. And you know? also, they remember, like, oh, yeah, she's submitted this many times, and mm-hmm. here she still is, and she's also coming to these things. It just has a kind of goodwill, and it feels good. Does it mean they're going to take your stuff? Maybe not. No, but it's not a guarantee, but it's, it's it kind of like... 
it's like the email that we got yesterday from the Seven Hills editor. Yeah. Saying, you know, this is no guarantee, but right. here's an email to send it to. Right. And and just to be able to write that letter and say, this person suggested, mm-hmm. or I heard you have a call out, and here's where, it just grounds it. I mean, especially for people like me who didn't have an MFA. Because I, I think if you have an MFA, you can at least say, I studied with this person, or... Right. If, if you can, it's something you could uh, maximize. I haven't, but you can. Right. Right. Um, but it's kind of it, – it, it, it's all like everything. It's all in, interconnected. You become part of this community. You're a bit of a known entity. Right. You know, you're a little bit spoken for. You're maybe not a made man or woman, but you kind of got your foot in the door a little bit. It's the same yeah. as anywhere. It's the same as but anywhere. there's other benefits besides just That's naked careerism, and that is – You might get a free mug. <laughs> <laughs> you might get a free mug. You might get into an impassioned discussion about Patty Smith, which is something you might be interested in. Right. You might be more likely to find people who want to talk about the same stuff as you. Yeah, and you might, you know, um, I always say as an art history instructor mm-hmm. <laughs> that people always say about art, you don't know what you like. I don't know what I like, but I like what I know. Right. Actually, you don't know what you like. You like what you know. You think you know what you like, but the more you know about something, the more you appreciate it and like it. And it's a little bit like that. Like once you've met someone or heard them read or you've had a conversation with them, you become more interested in their work. Yeah. You seek it out. You understand it in a different way. It enriches your life. I hate to be so Which is where sometimes it goes the opposite. That can happen too. I read many, many years ago, I read Michael Lewis's, the one about the campaign. Oh, yeah. Before any of this. And I was like, Boy, I wish I knew this guy. Yeah. He just seemed like a cool guy. Moneyball's the one where I was like, what? Yeah, he's got it together. That guy's got it together. And he's married to Tap of the Soren. Did I know that? You should have known that. He I talks did about it all not the time. Know. Well, well, he doesn't talk about books? it all the time. But I think no, I only read the books. He used to do a series, actually, that I thought was underutilized for Slate. Oh, yeah. He did dad stuff. Yeah. Right? when I, I think his kids might be a couple years younger than mine. But I thought his dad stuff was fantastic, but he never really... He's... That guy has like, got the golden touch, I'm telling you. He does. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Pretty... Never met him. Never Local met him. writer. Local. He's around. Never met him. Loved, if he was in right. here, I would be... Oh, I would yeah. be We'd not be worthy. I'd be like, finally, We'd be He's really good. He's Michael really good. Lewis. But that's the thing, is it's like, you know, you live in a place... And I don't care where you live, there's somebody who's doing cool work. Mm-hmm. And you just got to find them. And that's an important sort of final thought as we actually have been sitting here talking for an hour almost. Oh, my goodness. Um, you don't have to be here. You don't have to be in a big city. Nope, even. not at all. Wherever you are, you can do it. You can be the one who gets it all going, actually. Totally you can be. And you can create. That's how pockets of a ama- Dude, that's how Riot Girls came out of Olympia, Washington. <laughs> that is Dead true. serious, man. That place was Nowheresville. <laughs> it is true. Although I would find some people would argue that it was not Nowheresville before that, but it wasn't okay. Seattle. It wasn't on my radar. There was so stuff, that makes it yeah. better. <laughs> but I really think um, that that's an important element to remember. And, and not only because... It can give you a shortcut. You can become yep. the big fish. You yep. can feel have a different feeling of accomplishment that, wow, I really made something happen here and took us from zero to whatever, but also because we need those voices. Oh, we totally need those we voices. We don't just need to hear what's happening in New York, right. L.A., San Francisco. Right. And we also need people who esteem art of whatever kind to grow art everywhere, and that's how you do it. That's how yeah. you do it. 
Final thoughts. Very good oh, ones. Yes. I think we're going to wrap it up. Okay. We're going to go eat lunch with our little community over there. Did you bring food? Uh, I bought some food. Mm-hmm. I bought some tofu thing at the uh, Small Foods. And as yeah. I was coming up, uh, Todd Oppenheimer, former uh, oh, pod. Quite the carnivore, though, I just want to say. Uh, he saw it and he went, really? That's going to fill you up? And I don't think Todd Oppenheimer knew when he entered the grotto, the first thing a grotto member said to him, was going to say to him was, Dude, I'm so fat. But that's what I said to him. Oh, Lord. Why would you say that? Because that's how I felt. Because the guy told me, the cardiologist said, you could lose a little weight. I said, yeah, I know. So I had this on my mind. Here comes Todd. Oh, that doesn't seem like much. It's like some tofu thing. Dude, I'm so fat. We need to talk about this off air. Maybe I need to think about the caliber of people. No. (laughs) I do have to say that Todd is the kind of guy that for lunch will have like an entire joint of some animal. (laughs) (laughs) Plus a hunk of bread he made himself. It's amazing. Salted butter by the bread. Right, he's the MacGyver. Oh, I hope he brought that tonight. Today, I mean. Hey, Bridget. Yeah. Other than coming to um, public space Uh on Saturday at 5 o'clock. Yep. Uh, how can people get a hold of you? Public Works, sorry. Oh, I, can I can I tout my own thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I am. This also, is Bridget's time to tout. Go. <laughs> I am also reading at the uh, uh, College of Integrative Studies. I think. It's oh, called. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fourteen fifty. School of Integrative Studies. Yes, uh, fourteen fifty three Mission Street, seven to eight thirty p.m. on Wednesday, the eleventh. Uh, it's a panel called Graphically Inclined about illustrated books. Will they be performing acupressure on you while you read? Oh, that would be fantastic. Would Is be that good, right? possible? It's CIIS, whatever that stands for. Yeah, it's a College of Integrative, Integrative Studies. It's well, a holistic it medicine eyes? type of thing. College of Integrative. I can't say Integrative. <laughs> but CIIS. Oh, I don't know. Sorry, I apologize to everyone at CIS that I don't know what it stands for. We just call it that. At any rate, Graphically Inclined um, with two other women writers who have completely varied books. And that's Wednesday? That's tomorrow night? No, eleven, the 11th. Yeah, October so 11th. This will, this oh, will, right. Uh, yes, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, 7 yes. to 8.30. And, time, oh, yeah. Um, it's going to be very, very, very cool. So hope to see people. Uh, they can find you at BridgetQuinnAuthor.com. Oh, correct. And at BeQuinterest. They can find me at uh, that Larry Rosen, uh, Instagram and Twitter, where you last week would have found pictures of the breathtaking scenery of the state of Washington. I looked at a lot of those. They kind of pissed me off, honestly. Yeah, me too. They made me really... Every time we come around a crime, all right, come on already. Um, but you were there. I was Of course, here. the other podcast that I've talked about more on this one than I ever have before, actually, mm. is the Is It Good for the Jews podcast. When are you going to answer that, that question? Is it good for the Jews? dot com? Is this podcast good for the Jews? So far? No. What I mean is it good for the Jews? So yes, no. Is what everything every week oh, we talk about oh, something right. new? It's is it good debate. for the Jews? It's yeah, that's debate. the whole idea. Right. Um, I think that just I think about, we need to thank our producers, oh, yeah. Lori Ann Doyle, Beth Weingarner, and Lee Kravitz. Thank you so much. Conspicuously, one of those producers has not yet been on this show. I know. I don't, want, I don't want to point fingers, but As she's for us, awesome. You can go to, to uh, Twitter at the Grotto Pod. You can email us at grottopod at gmail.com. You Most really of should all, do that. 
you can go. Oh, actually, not even most of all. Yeah, you can go to Zazzle and get yourself a T-shirt or a mm. mug or all kinds of stuff. Oh, I want to point something out about that. Okay. Someone told me, oh, I didn't get one because I don't like those kind of T-shirts. What? I said, you can order any T-shirt. There's like a whole sidebar. Oh, okay. Pick out your style. So you can tell my wife she can get the women's uh, fit T-shirt. Yeah, there's a whole women's section. Okay. Yeah, we got we to gotta work on this. So you choose women, and then you can go through a whole. You can get like American Apparel. You can get mm. something, 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 so, something. Yeah, go there and keep your eyes open because they uh, seem to pop up with these 40% off sales just yeah, randomly. Yeah, they do. Uh, but most importantly, go to uh, the iTunes Subscribe, yes, subscribe and tell a friend and leave us a, a rating where you can say another hour spent with uh, BQ. Well Rosa. spent. Got well the dishes spent. done. Why don't you uh, wrap it up for us? All right. I think I will. You guys read, write, and just keep working.